Welcome, family. How are you? You all right? You doing all right, church? You don't have to shout out or anything. You don't have to do anything like that. But let's do what we came here for. Let's stand on our feet and praise our Lord. Yeah? Praise you, Lord. Why do I Welcoming the, the guest of honor. You know, Holy Spirit's already here. Of course he is. And he's already here. He's not like, oh wait, I'm just waiting around. He's here already. He's with you wherever you go. So here we are as a family, as a group together, coming together. Uh, and we're here and we're here to welcome the guest of honor this morning. Are you ready to do that this morning? All right. Let's sing Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, welcome. You are welcome here. Guide us, Holy Spirit. Guide us, Holy Spirit. Speak to us again. 
Jesus, every victory is found in you.
he arrives, he listens to God before he comes, and then he unloads on us what God says. So, you know, I think you should be expectant. Stir faith. Stir faith even now that God will speak to us as a church, as individuals this morning. Well, who's had a birthday or a wedding anniversary in the last week? Birthday or wedding and a birthday? Well, come and join me. I'll stand here with you. We, we do have bags of nuts this morning. If you're doing the Daniel fast, it's all good. We wouldn't like to distract you with chocolate. Yeah, come and join me. Just make your way through. We'll go over here, shall we? Lots of bit. It's a good month, February, isn't it? Birthday. Happy birthday. Birthday, Lynn. Happy birthday. Birthday. Yes. Happy birthday. Happy bir- birthday. Yep. Happy birthday. Birthday. Wedding. How many years for you guys? 20 years. Congratulations. That's awesome. Birthday. Fantastic. Ray and Wendy have had a wedding anniversary, 33 years. That's pretty good. It's better than pretty good. It's outstanding. Birthday, Jonathan. Fantastic. Brilliant. Well, church, can we stand and can we pray God's blessing over these people for this year? Now, it's going to trip you up this morning unless you take note, okay? Just saying. Let's go. Father, thank you for your family. We declare blessing, health, favour, prosperity. Ah, new word. How's that? Uh, That wasn't very reverent, was it? Yeah. Health, favour, prosperity, purpose and protection over them this year. Activate your love and goodness through each one. In Jesus' name, amen. May you guys have an awesome year. Well, kids, you can go. Thank you so much, teachers, and have a great time. You will have a great time. As I go, I've just got a couple of things to highlight for you. Our Tuesday night prayer gatherings are all underway again. So 7.30, excuse me, in here on a Tuesday night. They started last week. How many of you believe that prayer is the absolute foundation of what we do? Yeah? Yeah, I reckon there's more of you. Some of you weren't listening. How many of you believe prayer is the absolute foundation of what we're doing? It it really is. It really is. We've, um, Pastor Ray and I had a a great meeting 10 days ago. We are at our uh, pre-gatherings every Tuesday night we've been praying that God would release the buildings we need for our campus project, that God would release those and we've been knocking on the doors for a long time with no movement and um, anyway they they rang us and asked for a meeting and the long story short is that that door is opening and they are now saying to us what do we need to do to make this thing happen that's pretty cool, that's very cool And I am absolutely convinced that is an answer of our prayer because that door was firmly closed. It is an answer of prayer. God answers prayer. And so I want to encourage you, you know, activate church. Can you pray? Can you come out and pray on a Tuesday night? 
don't leave it up to the other guy or the other girl. Come and pray on a Tuesday night. That's where God births what's happening through us as a people. And um, what I thought would be really good actually was on the first Tuesday night of March, we'll go and pray on the Ruakura site for something different. We'll go and pray on the property and uh, we'll declare what God's going to do there. And um, that'll be fantastic. Good? Yeah, I'm excited about that. That'll be very good. I've got some other things to tell you about too. I should remember what they are. Creative night. Creative team are having a night on Thursday this week, 7.30. If, if you've got creativity in you and you'd like to be part of the team and you're not yet part of the team, feel free to come down on Thursday night. Just meet some people and um, you know, get to know a few people and come and be part of what's happening. I know the creative team are carrying a vision that they want to see our creative ministry push well past music. We've got incredible musicians who do a wonderful, and they serve us incredibly well week in and week out. But we really want to see the creative department push past that. And we've got plans this year to move into the area of video and, um, and, and trying to get stuff out for the world. Uh, so moving in toward video and these artists and you know who you are. God's given you an, incredibly crea- an incredible creative ability. How about coming on Thursday night and just rubbing shoulders with the team and seeing what happens? And uh, I believe this year that God wants to, leave, to, to release a raft of creativity in the way that we do things. And um, that will come through creative people. So don't say no one invited you. That was your invite. Come. Oh, the artist. Yeah, M- Mia. Did I see Mia? Mia painted that for the creative team. Isn't that awesome? She just whipped it up. It's amazing. It's amazing. Very, very good. Also, Girls' Day Out this week is your coming week, is your last week to get early bird tickets. So you need to get your tickets for that. That's going to be an outstanding event. And um, I really encourage you, if you're a lady, to get there. We've got Esther Elliott coming. She is... um, we're going to be incredibly blessed by her over that weekend. So make sure you come out for that. Now, is there anybody here who's coming to India with me this week? Great. Come out here, guys. It's all Daniel. You're not here? Oh, was he? He never held his hand up. I asked the question. Uh, naughty, naughty. Great. Well, these guys are coming to India with me this week. That's pretty cool, isn't it? You want to come and pray, Ray? So we're going to the Punjab. We're going to the, the churches there that we oversee and um, to bring leadership into that environment, help them any way we can. And so uh, it'll be a fun time. Daniel King's also coming with us. And yeah, that's that. Awesome. Cool way. Wow. Excited? Yeah, fantastic. Cheers, why don't you hold your hands out towards the, the team? Father, we thank you for Pastor Sheridan and this wonderful team, Lord. And uh, as they're about to embark on this wonderful adventure, Father, I pray right now for a download from heaven that, Lord, the moment they step on the plane, Lord, heaven would meet with them. Fill them with God-inspired ideas and thoughts, Lord. And Father, I pray pave the way ahead of them that every step they would take 
be one that you've ordained for them. May they release, I pray, through you an incredible blessing on the places that they go to in India. May the people there be impacted by you and changed forevermore. But I pray too, Lord, there will be change and transition and transformation amongst the team. That, Lord, they will come back confused and impassioned for mission like they've never seen before. So protect them. We release them with our blessing. In Jesus' name. Exciting, eh? Also, tomorrow night, if you're a leader in Activate Church, you know, you're carrying responsibility anywhere, or you'd like to be a leader, you're aspiring to be a leader, um, tomorrow night we're meeting with Steve McCracken at 7.30 in here. Please come along. You're most welcome to come. Again, that is your invitation. If you haven't got one, don't say you never got one. That was it. We're going to have a great time. Well, can the host team please uh, hand out the communion emblems? Matthew twenty six twenty six says this. As they were eating, Jesus took some bread and he blessed it. Then he broke it in pieces and he gave it to the disciples saying, Take this and eat it, for this is my body. And he took a cup of wine and he gave thanks to God for it. He gave it to them and he said, Each of you drink from it. For this is my blood, which confirms the covenant between God and his people. It is poured out as a sacrifice to forgive the sins of many. Jesus is instructing the disciples, and we're told to do this every time or when we gather. He's instructing them to remember what he did. He's instructing them to remember that he came as a man, that he died on a cross, and that he was resurrected back to life. And he's reminding us that all of that happened because our relationship with God had been broken, and there was nothing that man could do about it. He's reminding us that the only reason we now have relationship with God is through or like we do, the intimate relationship we have with the Father is through His sacrifice. And this morning as we celebrate communion together and we receive these emblems, the biscuit represents His body and the juice represents His blood. So when we eat the biscuit, the cracker this morning, we're reminded that Jesus went to a cross, that He died, not for something He'd done, but for something we'd done humanity and his blood was spilt as we drink the juice we're reminded that his blood was spilt all in order to bring back intimacy to our relationship with the Father and this morning as you take the emblems I want to invite you to turn your attention toward the Father with thanksgiving in your heart and literally say to him, thank you. 
Thank you for sending Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for being obedient. Thank you for going through with it. Thank you for restoring our relationship with the Father. Thank you that we can, you know, the the Bible tells us in Psalms that we come in His courts with thanksgiving and, and with praise, and it literally means come into His living room. And that's in, we couldn't do that without the sacrifice of Jesus. And this morning, the picture I see in my mind is that we are literally coming into the lounge room of God the Father. The picture I saw in my mind for myself was I'm coming into the lounge room with him and I'm jumping on the couch beside him and kind of nudging up. I thought, what happens when everyone else arrives? But it doesn't matter. Don't go that far. Just do it for yourself. And shoulder to shoulder, we're just having this conversation about life and the world and family what it was he did and what he wants me to do how I can respond to his grace and how I can respond to his mercy and his kindness and this morning why don't you dwell on some thoughts like that as you take the emblems because he says do this in remembrance of me so he went to the cross he died paid the price for our wrongdoing he was risen back to life in God's economy the relationship was now healed between people and God and we celebrate that this morning so why don't you take the biscuit this morning Jesus we give you thanks I thank you for your obedience I thank you that you didn't pull back I thank you that you went through with the plan of the Father thank you juice Lord again we recognise and remember that your blood was spilled that day, that it cost you your life but we're so grateful so grateful again we thank you and we thank you not only that you went through it but we thank you that because you went through it now we know what it is to have an intimate relationship with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Thank you. Why don't you take the cup? So Lord, we keep our hearts turned toward you. We open ourselves to you. And as we continue to worship and to sing we know that you've promised we're two or three are gathered you're amongst us so Lord our expectation is that we're standing in the very presence of the Holy One this morning and I ask that you would saturate the praise of your people that you would breathe life on every person Lord where a miracle is required release a miracle this morning because you are able. Praise you. When you're ready, 
when you're ready. We'll stand to our feet. Said this thought before. Have you ever noticed that when you um, you see an amazing creative thing, like you know something just blows your mind? Maybe the stars. You think of God and the stars. But say of a person, say someone, say the painting we saw just before from Mia. That when you know the person, when they're one of your family, it's you get it a whole lot more. Do you ever notice that? That it blows your mind even more. And you know, there's thousands of people around the world, millions of people maybe, that, that look up in the stars and see something awesome, but they don't get it the way that we get it. The ultimate creative act, hey? Putting the stars in their place, creating us, but actually maybe a greater creative act. I don't want to rank them. How could you get better than creation? The plan that Christ had coming to earth, his death on the cross. Who could imagine that one? But what makes it more amazing is that we know him. We get it. This morning, we get it. It's a beautiful thing. He is an awesome, awesome God. I'm believing this morning that he wants to drop some stuff into your heart that's creative like that. That's scary, but creative like that. Like mind-blowingly creative. Solutions like no one could ever, could ever think of. But God has already spoken to be. He is awesome like that. So we're going to worship our God. And we're going to have our ears open. To His throne. Praise you, Lord. What an awesome God we worship. What a mighty God we serve. Every
praises of his people. not one among many that is one among many equals but it is a name that is above all names we worship the name of Jesus praise the name of Jesus blessed be the name of the Lord Blessed be the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you for your Son. Father, we thank you for the gift that brought life. Thank you that your Son is life. Thank you that eternal life is knowing the Father and knowing the Son. And God, I want to thank you right now for the Holy Spirit 
whom Jesus said would lead us into all truth. Lord, in this place, even as we stand in your presence, thinking about you, I just want to read your word of your people. And may we go beyond words that consist of letters. And may we receive words that actually consist of life. Ephesians 1, verse 17, the Apostle Paul to the church in Ephesus says, I keep asking, I keep asking, I keep asking. I wonder if those three words is an encouragement to some of us today. Let's not stop asking, church. Let's not stop declaring. Let's ask and keep on asking. Let's knock and keep on knocking. Let's keep seek and keep on seeking. We have no idea how close we are to the tipping point of the breakthrough that we desire. And I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, I keep on asking, says Paul, I'm keeping on asking the Father that He will give you the spirit of wisdom, knowing truth and revelation, that aha moment, so that you might know Him better. God, we don't want information, we want revelation. And Lord, I can't achieve or get revelation for myself. It's the work of the Holy Spirit. Lord, in this place, I cry out for your people right now that you will give us your spirit of wisdom and revelation in this place. Lord, we need to know you better, Lord. But Lord, I believe on your heart right now, the cry of your heart is that I pray also that the eyes of our heart may be enlightened. Again, the spirit of wisdom and revelation, spirit of God breathing, that we may know the hope to which you have called us. God, may we know the riches, the riches of your glorious inheritance in the saints and his incomparably great power for us who believe. May we have a revelation that that power is like the same working of his mighty strength that he exerted in Christ when he raised him from the dead. The same power that raised Christ from the dead lives in us, the Bible says. The Bible says now that we are children, we are heirs of God, inheritors of God. We are co-heirs, participants in common with Jesus Christ. Father, I would come humbly and say, Lord, I know it, but I want to know it. Lord, I know it, but I want to know it. Lord, I thank you for the truth of your precious word in Philippians 1, 6. It says, I have confidence that the God who started this good work, He will bring it to completion. Right now, I just prophesy and declare over your life the God who started the good work will bring it to completion. When you reach up to your hands to heaven, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we together ask for your spirit of wisdom and revelation right now in this place. We want to know you better. 
Lord, but I pray we see ourselves as you see us. Father, I believe this is something you're wanting to do in restoring your church again, that we have a heavenly perspective of our lives. Father, that we will have the revelation truth, even right now in this place, of the riches of your, our inheritance, the riches of our inheritance, our inheritance of riches of our inheritance in God's holy people. We need you.
stay with me. Praise God. Musicians, you can grab a seat. If the keyboard can stay, grab a stool or something, that'd be great. Praise the name of Jesus. God is good. God is good. God is good. God is good. I'm really crying out in this place this morning. Hi, my name's Steve. That's it. Moving on. Um, I'm really crying out in this place this morning that Holy Spirit reveals truth to us. How many people have been in church for more than 10 years? Put up your hand real high. About 20. Great. There's a bunch of you. There's a bunch. Spread your hands down. I, I believe that one of the phrases, I've been in church for 43 years, born into it, love God, but life hasn't always been easy. Anyone else? How many people know that loving God and life being easy don't always have an equal sign in between? But I've often said I'd rather walk through the valley of the shadow of death with God than without Him. Sometimes we just want it to all be easy and we miss the fact that for every person breathing, you'll have dark seasons, dark times. But God says, I will not fear because you're with me. Not because it works out. Not because it's always resolved how I want it to be resolved. But because God is with me. That was written in the Psalms in the Old Testament when God was with his people since Jesus Christ ascended to heaven he said I'm going to send you Holy Spirit he's not just going to be with you he's going to be in you hmm. Old Testament our God was a God many times of visitation now he's a God of habitation no longer I that live Christ lives in me Christ lives in me Spirit of the living God is in me. Do you not know that you're the dwelling place, Steve, of the Holy Spirit? i got things to say today. But I'm just praying even in this moment that the Spirit of God will just reveal the truth of Christ in you. God, would you give us deeper revelation of that? That there's not a single moment of our life as ones who have accepted you, that you're not with us, in us, working things together for your good, bringing things to completion. Father, I thank you that you've never set tools down in our life. You've never clocked off. You've never been late. You've never been caught by surprise. You've never known, not knowing what to do. We declare again together that God is sovereign in our lives. We declare, God, that you are sovereign in our lives. You are sovereign in our lives. Bless your people, Lord. Can I pray over this couple here? Um, 
one, two, three, third row back. You've got your arms around here, so I'm assuming you're a couple or just real friendly. Can you guys just, would you just praise the name of Jesus? I want everyone just agreeing with me and praying. It's just, anyone enjoying God? Can we just enjoy God? Thank you, Father. What's your names? Craig and Lisa. Father, pray for anyone just quickly. Father, Father, we thank you for Craig and Lisa right now in Jesus' name. Lord, uh, I just see that you're on their heart right now. There's real strategic times in our life and you're in one right now. I see there's things going around in your minds. I see there's questions, decisions that need to be made. I feel there's a shift coming. You, you're sensing something. You're not sure what it is. And you're needing some clarity from God. And Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I'm asking, the Spirit of God is coming upon you right now. Really what you needed to know this morning is that you're on God's radar. And you are. God says you can trust again. God says you can trust again. God says you can trust again. Man and woman of God, man and woman of God, man and woman of God, I'm speaking into your spirits right now. You have adopted a label that was incorrect. God is removing that label off your life right now. And he is relabeling you, man of God. He is relabeling you today, man of God, man of God, man of God. I speak it into your spirit. Speaking to your spirit, even even when I start to say that things go through your mind and things, many things have gone through your mind recently. But I declare right now, man of God, man of God, I declare, woman of God, woman of God, woman of God, woman of God. You've known what it is, even in years gone by, to be a prayer warrior, to be one who stands in the gap and in the sea. Father's going to stir it up again, but He wants to say to you right now that every single one of your prayers, not one of them fell on deaf ears. Not one, not one, not one, not one, not one, not one, not one. Spirit of God. 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 I speak your blessing right now. I want every person in this room right now out of your mouth to speak blessing on this couple right now. Everyone, bless them, bless them. Come on, Lord, bless them in Jesus' name. Come on, God, write your favor, your blessing. Lord God, bring revelation of truth in Jesus' name of your good heart towards them. Bring revelation of who they are in you. I just see something two or three years ago that God is just saying, I saw it, I walked with you through it. Although you felt like it knocked you for a six, right now the Spirit of God wants to just come and say, I was with you every step of the way. Every step of the way. Lord, I release new life. I release new life. I release new life.
new life. In the name of Jesus Christ. I just got a picture in my mind of you both standing in a new day coming up with your hands raised to God. There is sunlight all around and everything is glorious and it's a new day. Bless them. Bless them. Bless them. Encourage their hearts. In Jesus' name. people know that God loves the many and he loves the one he loves the one he loves the two, does anyone know that? I love reading through the Bible where so many times God's on in the form, Jesus is on his way to somewhere and he stops so many times for the one and you ah. I just feel so blessed that God just wants to stop and encourage one couple today. I, I just so bless you guys. I just feel God's heart for you all. Just God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. I believe one of the things that God's shifting in the body of Christ right now is that the truth and the reality of the fact that God's ways are higher. God's thoughts are higher. God's ways of doing things are higher and different. And we accept that theologically. We accept that as a, something that rolls off the tongue. But do we really accept that? <laughs> His ways are higher. And one of the things that I've discovered more and more as I go along is God's equations, as I said, loving God and easy life don't always have an equal sign in between. Which is not something I've said before. It's just something God just dropped in my spirit. But some of his equations are the opposite of even natural equations and laws that are in existence. Let's not allow laws, facts, realities to limit our God. Because last time I checked, my God... I know I'm being possessive right now, but he's my God. Come on, you grab him. Yeah, you, come on. That's like the picture that Pastor Sharon said about coming in and snuggling up to God in his lounge and the rest of you, I'm not sure where. Father, <laughs> where was it going? That my God, he created the laws. There's so many times we feel like we're living submitted and subject to. And the equations of God are different to the equations of man and woman. It says that there's those that scatter and increase all the more. Those that hold on and tend to poverty. Well, naturally speaking, that's not actually accurate. If I've got lots of money and I hold on, I'm not going to lose that. 
If I've got money and I just give it away, I've got less. It's just too deep. Come on. New Zealanders, we lead the world in intelligence and smarts. Are you with me? You might say you're an Aussie, but I'm actually a Kiwi originally. And when the All Blacks play, I'm still one. One of the things God is reestablishing, and he, I just think He wants to do it today, and I think God wanted just to bless you guys. And totally secondary to that, I think He wanted to illustrate a point of blessing you guys, that we can all be blessed when you're blessed. I think we have become a very much a we-centric Christianity where it's all about, I want to be blessed. It says, he who refreshes others will himself be refreshed. You bless others, you give, you shall receive. Press down, shaken together, running over. Come on, come on. It is more blessed to give than to receive. We honestly believe in the natural world, it is more blessed to receive than it is to give. We think that blessing is equated with the more we get. The more money we get, we say we're blessed. The more our business grows, we say we're blessed. The more healthy we get, we say we're blessed. And it might be an expression of being blessed, but there's a lot of people that are blessed where their businesses don't grow, their businesses closed, and they're blessed. We got to measure correctly. Jesus was the most blessed person that ever walked this earth. Can I hear an amen? He had multitudes following him. He started to preach. And it says, when he started to preach, many left him. And then he ended up with 12, and that shrunk down, and they left. One committed suicide, one denied him, cursed and swore. The other two of them were arguing who's the best in the king. I could put us on the right. Well, we saw that today in any church. A church of this went down to this, went down to this, and then all the senior leaders, they ended up being people that ended up cursing and swearing and knowing for their rants and one committed suicide. And would we go, oh, that's a blessed church. Let's measure correctly. It's more blessed to give than to receive. Jesus says, the Bible says about, you want to be greatest, learn to be a servant of all. Jesus did not come to be served, but to serve and to give His life, give His life, give His life. He was more blessed because even though things went down, He was lived a life that gave and it set up for what God wanted to do. The one is important. You want to be blessed? You want to be blessed? You want to see the blessing of God? Live to give. And don't give to get, give to give. Expecting nothing in return, but God, the very nature of God, God loved the world He gave. God is a giver by nature. We live in a world that is characterized by taking. Relationships we take. If people don't meet our needs, we leave. And God is a giver. And you give. If you want an equation in God that does actually have an equal sign, it's giving and blessed. There's an equal in between. You give, blessed. You give, you're blessed. You doing okay? I'm not preaching, I'm just sort of bubbling over. Is that okay? 
in the next four hours that we've got together, I'd like to download. <laughs> Felt a spirit of naughtiness that just passed by, but it left. I think it's somewhere in that front row over there. Not today. You're just receiving the download. I really ask you to come tonight. I want to lean into the prophetic statement God gave me for this year. You good? Good job. I feel relaxed in God's presence right now. Sometimes, I don't know, sometimes we just get a bit religious. Sometimes it's just a little bit too much about us. Preachers sometimes it's a little bit too much about us. It's about just God wanting to bless his people. If you're going, man, you're just too relaxed. Well, some people know that that's not always the case. But God is good. Uh, uh, the statement God gave me coming into this year was stepping into the fullness of what Father has for me. I might lean into that tonight. So come. Stepping into the fullness. But let me just say this one thing on that. Notice that it, it says stepping into. Sometimes, again, we adopt this culture of if God wants to bless me, God can bless me. If God wants to use me, God can use me. God can do anything you want. I'm here. I'm ready. God says, no, step into the fullness. The Bible says, eagerly desire spiritual gifts. It says, stir up the gift of God within you. Heaven suffers violence. The violence take it by force. It's time to step up, step in, stir up. Some of us are waiting to receive what God says, step in and grab it. Take it, take it, take it. Heaven's such violence, the violent. Take it, take it. Don't receive it, but take it, take it, take it, take it. Didn't intend to say any of that. I want to talk into that a little bit tonight, maybe, unless God changed my plans, which is very possible. But with the prophetic, many times uh, I've had God speaking to me about the prophetic recently, and he said, uh, many times we approach the prophetic from the, the, the angle of God would you confirm what I want to hear there's laughter in the church because we know it's true some of us have been around for a little while and do you know what God is such a good good father he says us he wants to do that is that cool he wants to do, that's not bad, that's fantastic. He wants to confirm, strengthen, encourage, bless what's in your heart. Amen. But there's something deeper that God is wanting to take us into as well as, and this is his agenda today. He said, I want to, we come and God, would you confirm what's in my heart? That's great. But God says, I actually, this is my prayer. God, would you speak what's on your heart? And sometimes there's a big difference because if we're asking them to confirm what's on our heart, we've already thought about it. We already are praying about it. But how many people know there's endless things that are in the heart of God that haven't even crossed our radar yet? And I want to make sure that I don't end up on a different path than what God wants because I'm so fixed on God. Would you confirm and bless what's in my heart and what I'm doing? I'm missing that God says, you know, that, that's okay, that's good, that's good. But I've actually got something bigger and greater and I've got something different for you. And I believe God wants to start to speak into some of those things in your life in the coming weeks and months. I wanna, I'm going to download a couple of things now. And 
I've only got three hours, 55 minutes now in, that we've got left. But I want to encourage every person in this room, if you're in a relationship with God, what, what date are we today? Yeah, 19th of February. Why don't you for the, the rest of this month, we've got like 10 days or something. Why don't you sit with God and pray one thing. Father, what's on your heart for me right now? And then be quiet and listen. You got your prayer list, you got your knees, fantastic. Praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God. You can keep on praying them, keep on praying them. Ask, keep on asking, not keep on knocking. But maybe God wants to lay something on your heart that will actually even change the perspective of some of our prayers that we've been praying for a long time. Maybe something deeper that God wants to say. Are you hearing me? Are you receiving what I'm saying? Is this, a, is, is this okay? We're talking about a good, good father that wants to share some things to those that are willing to sit and listen. I think it's a wonderful invitation. That's what I think. A wonderful, a wonderful invitation from a God that says, hey, would you like to hear what's on my heart for you? I'd like to hear that. Anybody else? Father, right now, we just ask that as we step into that, that you'll speak. I'm confident you will. We speak your blessing on those people. Let them hear what you want to say in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Praise God. I just want to, in this last little bit that we've got, I, I just want to read some prophetic things that before I came over, I, I do live in Melbourne, and before I came over, God just gave me different things and just started to speak. So can I just prophetically declare this? All I'm doing is planting a seed. You'll have to listen to it, see what God's saying, see what God's saying to you as a church. But would you listen with real spiritual ears to see what Father wants to say to you? Would you do that? Because I'm not preaching now. I just want to prophetically declare some things out. Anyone with me? Fantastic. Pastor Sheridan and Jan, I want to declare this over you. If you guys would quickly stand to your feet, uh, that would be wonderful. Sometimes God will confirm what's in our heart and sometimes you'll speak some things that are not yet in our heart. Did I just say that? And so when God speaks some things, sometimes that are not on our radar but are already on His radar, do you know what it does? It, that we don't try to make it happen. Don't force it to happen. But know that when we step into it, whether it be weeks, months, years, or even decades later, do you know what it does? It gives us confidence that way back then God knew this was coming up. I think this is part of God's plan right now. Pastor Sheridan, Pastor Jan, in the name of Jesus Christ, I see you being released more from this local church. A lot of people in the church just got excited about that. You need to hear what I'm saying. Holy Spirit says you're going to be released more. I'm not saying they're moving. I'm not saying, oh no, our pastors are leaving. Listen to the word of the Lord. I see you being released more from this local church. I see this connected to the apostolic and the prophetic grace that is on both of your lives. When Father starts to stir this up more and more, don't assume it will look a certain way, 
both locationally and relationally. I see Father opening up a new path, and I'm not saying it's not Activate Churches or it's not the Acts Movement, but there is something distinctively different up ahead of you that has not yet even come across your radar. I want everyone in this church and you guys as pastor leads to listen to me right now with your spirits. There are some things coming up that in the when you first hear about it, there's a sense of, That's not where we're going to go. That's not where we're going. That's not on our radar. But stop and pause and listen. If it comes across in such a way that says, man, this might be God, please, I beg you, stop and listen. Because God many times interrupts our plans with a greater plan. And it's not an evidence that we didn't hear Him correctly. It's just evidence that we're hearing Him correctly now. God is not just interested in what we have heard, but what we're hearing. Many of you sitting in the congregation right now, Spirit of God would say, at times He's going to come and speak and say something differently than the path that you are on, that you know that you heard Him. Please, please, I beg you, listen to me. When you know that God has said something and you're going, and then God says something different, don't say, oh, maybe I didn't hear. Say, thank you, God, that I'm hearing. Does that make sense? Be willing Trust Him enough to change direction as to give instruction. Because someone else said this and it's powerful. God said to Abraham, take your son, your only son whom you love and sacrifice him. Did he hear from God? Yes. So we went on a journey. He prepared it. They went up the mountains. They, they built the altar. They, they, they laid him on the altar um, and he lifted up the knife to kill him. And the same God that said sacrifice him said, now stop, don't sacrifice him. What would have happened if he said, that can't be God because God has already said. And he had killed the promise, not because he hadn't heard, but he'd stopped listening and he relied on a password. Don't rely upon a password. There's going to come new words for you. And there's evidence that you're listening. Or I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. I'm trying to encourage you right now. It's not evidence that you didn't hear. Some of you have actually taken a new instruction as the wrong evidence. You made evidence out of something that God said, that's not what it was about. You did hear, but you're still hearing. Your relational alignments are important. I sense the need to be careful who, but it's regarding motivation. It's not about yours or their personal advancement. Intentionality is important. Father is going to make this clear to you both. There will be a yes in your spirit that the who is right and the motivation is right. God bless this incredible couple in Jesus' name. We thank you for our pastors and leaders, and we speak your blessing. I want everyone just come on, bless them, bless them right now in Jesus' name. We put your protection upon them. We, we ask, Lord, for a deeper revelation of your spirit in Jesus' name. Bless them, we pray. Amen, 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 amen. Vision College, God bless you. Yes. Oh, okay, I just, yes. Chris, CEO, who's, all right. Doing what the boss says. Come and stand with them, guys. Right. Praise God. Praise God. 
Vision College uh, and again just laid it on my heart before I came so I'm just reading exactly what I felt him say uh, I see a slight adjustment coming to Vision College there there's a small shift that will make a huge difference aren't you glad about that in our lives sometimes a small shift can make a big difference I, I, I see there's a lid that needs to be loosened and I get a sense of a need to restate some values to restate some values I see three people and one person and I don't know if this is a need to go from three people down to one or from one person up to three or if in different situations both are needed but there's something significant about three people one person three people one person again father will make it clear to you and when he does know that it is only for your good and for his best and he says, don't judge naturally when he speaks because it might not make good business sense. Remember God's equations. But it will be God's way and expansion will be the result. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, we pray for this man and this woman. We pray for Vision College right now in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you as birth from you. Lord, it's called Vision College. Vision. Lord, help us to what the Spirit is wanting to say and do. We pray for a greater anointing, the wisdom of God, the wisdom, Lord God, even the wisdom of a Solomon, of a Daniel, oh God, Lord, the wisdom of a Joseph, oh God, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Bless you. Bless you. Hamilton. Anyone heard of Hamilton? Very underwhelming. God almost spilled his popcorn, getting so excited, and we go, oh. Not sure what that was all about, but um, Hamilton, I saw a picture of many little lights all over Hamilton, and I knew they represented individual churches. I then saw over the top of that one larger signal that pulsated from a central place over the top of all the individual lights. And I instantly knew that this spoke of a house of prayer that truly was a gathering of all the churches for the purpose of praying for Hamilton. It was not personal church based. It was not personal church agenda. Listen, in fact, it wasn't about praying for the churches, but praying for the city. A cry from the heart of the Father rose up in His people. And this is what's going to shift things in this city. I see it shifting, starting small and gaining momentum. I also saw three distinctive spots across the city that formed the shape of a triangle. And I was instantly reminded about a previous word that God spoke here. And I believe there's something in this that Father wants you to lean into in prayer once again. It might not be churches, but it is an expression of the church in three different locations. I release it to you. Everything I say is to be tested and see what God wants to say. Activate church in Hamilton. For you guys specifically as a church, God gave me a phrase so clearly. He says, you're not a clone of another. You're not a clone of another. And then he spoke this. I'm just going to read this through. 
What are you doing to change the spiritual climate of New Zealand? I'm not here to speak small. I'm here to represent a God who speaks big. Seriously, I, I, I hope some of you pick up my heart. But I'd like to get some of you. And spiritually, I'd like to shake a little. Not because you're bad people, but because you're good people. But we're underselling ourselves and the influence of our lives in this nation. Before I came across, I started to pray Acts 1, sorry, Psalm 8, uh, 2 verse 8, Psalm 2 verse 8. God, you said, ask me and I'll give you the nations. I'm actually asking for the nation of New Zealand again. I'm asking for the nation of New Zealand. What I mean by that is that spiritual transformation happens in this nation. Because this nation is on God's radar. But it's not on its radar just for itself, but through it to touch the nations of this world. It is time for us to actually get a holy conviction that we can change the spiritual climate of this nation. I'm going to pray this comes by revelation to some of us. What are we doing to change the spiritual climate of this nation of New Zealand? And God said, pray. Two things, pray. How many people agree with that? Come on, when we work, we work. But when we pray, God works. We get together and pray. And when you pray, don't pray against. Pray for. Don't pray against the corrupt politicians and against the things that are wrong in this country. Too many of the church are praying against. The Bible says even for your enemies, pray for them. Come on, bless them. Pray for them. Pray for them. Stephen being martyred was praying for Saul. And he said, don't hold this against them. Come on, show them your mercy. Show them your forgiveness. Show them your grace. And the great apostle um, Paul, who was Saul, encountered God on the road to Damascus because a man prayed for him, not against his pain and suffering. We got to pray for, pray for, pray for, pray for, pray for. What are you doing to change the spiritual climate of New Zealand? We're going to pray, but then we're going to initiate. But we're going to initiate what God bursts out of prayer, not just the strategies that we come up with. Because we then don't need to say, God bless it. It is blessed because it was birthed by God. It's not about us doing church up again, but it's not going to be back to what it was. It's going to go beyond that. It's going to be to a deeper level of what God wants to do in this nation and through this nation. Go into all the world is about to accelerate for New Zealand. Where are we going? Who are we sending? Are two questions that will frequent prayer times in many churches across this nation. This is a time of releasing, not just equipping in this nation. Oh, I pray there's some people who are hearing what the Spirit wants to say right now. This is not a time just to equip, but to release. Security in senior leaders, confidence in senior leaders across this nation is about to go to a whole new level as they embrace the mandate of Jesus to send people out. I see a shift in New Zealand churches from we don't have enough people we can't afford to send them out to we don't have enough people we can't afford not to send them out. Because they're, they're Because I believe this scripture applies to the local churches 
in New Zealand and their global mandate. Proverbs 11, 24 and 25. And I'm going to finish. One person gives freely. Here we go. It's what we said before. Yet gains even more. Another withholds unduly, becomes to poverty. God, help me right now. A shift coming in New Zealand and the churches from building a local church to extending the kingdom, from getting people to come to our church to sending people out into all the world. It will not affect our local church, but that shouldn't even be in our mind and consideration. It's not our local church. It's Jesus' local church. It's Jesus' church. There's one who holds unduly and tends to poverty. A generous person will prosper. I want to say a generous church will prosper. And whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. Father, I pray that this nation will become once again. Or would you stand with me? Would you stand with me? Father, in this place right now, we we cry out for the nation of New Zealand. Lord, the, the things that are in our birthright, in our DNA spiritually, Lord. Lord, that maybe if settled, we pray right now, it be a time where it's stirred up again and it will not go just to the level it was. But Lord, would you take it deeper? Would you take it further? And I cry out that this nation will be ascending place. Lord, ascending place. Lord, a place that releases and doesn't just equip. Lord, would there truly come a revival in this nation and through this nation to the nations of the earth? And Father, in our lives, we're not sure exactly what that looks like for us. But Lord, would you reveal it, we pray, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, you've said many things in this meeting. And I pray that what each individual needs to hear, that you'll speak it to them. Lord, you'll breathe upon it. You'll bring fruit and life from what has been shared. And Lord, would we also... Remember to take the time even over the next 10 days to the end of this month and say, sit down and say, Father, what do you want to say to me? And that we'll listen. Church, please, please, please accept that invitation. We thank you that you're so good. We love you deeply. And Lord, I'm just praying that we will leave with a greater cry that we'll keep on asking the God of our Lord Jesus Christ to give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation to know God and to see ourselves the inheritance that you've got for us. Bless your people, I pray in Jesus' name. I just want to just mention two USB keys I've got out there. The classics and growing in the prophetic. The classics is 36 DVDs on this USB key and there's 24 on Leaders of Destiny from my dad. It is the greatest discipleship stuff I know anywhere. It's deep surgery of the soul, everything to do with intimacy with God, character. It goes deep into um, what it looks like in relationships and churches when godly character exists and when it doesn't and the effect it has, positive or negative. It absolutely will equip you to be the man and woman of God that you desire to be. It's intensive, but I think God's saying this is a time to go deeper, go deeper, go deeper, go deeper, go deeper, go deeper. 24 videos from Dad on that. Uh, leaders of destiny, eight on, overcome is born to rule, spiritual authority put in the hands of every believer.
how we can walk in victory. And then four on the marriage journey where I interview mum and dad. So 36 DVDs, whole seminars. Uh, if you attend that individual, all those things, because the, the leaders of destiny at South Coast for four days, there's over $400. And that USB is out there is 140 with all those DVDs plus some books on it. And the Grown and the Prophetic for $50 is 13 audio sessions, a whole seminar by Dad, Helen Corder, and myself on all things prophetic. What is prophecy? How to hear from God. How to deliver a word in a way that honours God and honours people. The difference between Old Testament prophecy, New Testament prophecy, the office of a prophet. How to be discipled as an emerging prophet. If you want to hear from God for people, I encourage you to grab that. God bless you. I pray you'll come out tonight. I think we might just lean into a little bit more, stepping into the fullness of what God's got for us. I don't know what's going to happen, but I know God's going to do us good. Yes. So God bless you guys. Thanks for having us. Thank you, Steve. Fantastic. Well, as we close this morning, we're going to receive an offering for Steve. He lives by faith. And uh, we want to send him back to Melbourne incredibly blessed. So if you could prepare yourselves for that, you can also give with push pay or FPOS in the foyer. That would be great. The host team, if you could ready yourselves, please. That would be great. Thank you very much. Steve will be here at six tonight. We're going to be in here tonight. Tuesday night, prayer. Remember Monday night if you want to come out. The leadership meeting, you're most welcome to come out and be part of that. Father, I pray that you would seal the seeds that you've planted in people's lives this morning. Father, you've spoken, declared some intentions for us as a church and a city and a nation. We say yes and amen. Take hold of those things that you've spoken, that they would come to pass. And Lord, I declare your blessing over your church. Father, I pray that as we go into our city, as we go into our workplaces, schools, universities, clubs, wherever it is this week, that wherever we are, we would be like Jesus. Father, help us move from being your hands and feet to also being your mouthpiece this week. Let words of hope, words of, words of love drip from our mouths as we have conversations. And I pray that the outcome of all that is that people come into relationship with you, that, that people step into a new reality, that heaven is populated. So again, I declare your blessing and, your th- and my thanks over your church. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a great day. Thank you for coming out. Stay around and meet a few people. See you tonight.